Transmitting from the lovely little city of Taylor, Texas, you are listening to Plow and Hose, a show dedicated to the joys and challenges of organic backyard gardening in Central Texas. I am your host, Julie Rydell. Welcome to the show. Well, hi, garden people. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am back outside, back in the backyard, and it is so nice to be able to be in my favorite spot to record outside on my patio. It goes without saying that it was a extremely cold extremely long and very stressful week and with so much going on I had actually debated whether or not to put together a show for this week I mean obviously I did you know I am recording this new show because even though I feel overwhelmed by the impact of this historic snow and ice storm that we got over Valentine's Day I know that most of us are also concerned about the hard freeze and the damage done in our little backyard gardens and also um, with the plants that we have inside. I figured y'all would be looking um, for a little bit of a distraction and that is something that I can handle. And I also could use a break from hearing and dealing with all the bad stuff that came along with this awful weather so here we are let's figure out what we can do about our plants and our gardens here in central texas we had five days with daytime temperatures that barely got above freezing and overnight temperatures were brutally cold to us in taylor um, i looked it up and um it I think it got down to like nine degrees, but with that wind chill um, factor and whatnot, it felt so, so cold and people were just not used to it. We just, it was awful, but thankfully we are thawing out and things should be getting back to more of what we're used to this time of year. Thank goodness. Um, you know, I enjoy my plants and garden and outdoor space, and I find it relaxing to be outside, you know, just tending and nurturing all my plants and flowers. So I was getting kind of down about my plants, knowing that this hard sustained freeze would be um, devastating to some of my plants. But I decided, um, you know, it is what it is. I decided I would just focus on protecting a few things and leaving the rest up to Mother Nature. I am finally figuring it out that sometimes it's just best to have a laissez-faire attitude and not stress over the things that you can't control. So for um, all the things in my yard and garden, I did just a mental assessment and I came up with a plan for what I could do, what I had time to do, and then... I just let go of worrying about things. Um, being in between growing seasons, I did not go crazy trying to protect everything, knowing that this time of year we could have we could have just as easily had a heat wave in the middle of February. 
um, that would have caused all my cool season plants like the broccoli and lettuces to um, bolt and turn bitter and go to seed. So that was kind of my logic on not covering my bri- my uh, kale or my broccoli. I was super happy with my broccoli crop this year. Uh, I do wish I had a little more time to grow more kale um, but I was still able to harvest plenty. My strawberries did get covered up um, and I moved my patio plants to the um, corner um, which is closest to my house and I gave everybody a good drink of water and I kept the patio string lights on um, overnight for them um, when I could. I eventually did unplug them um, when they started, when the power started going out and they started requesting everybody conserve um, energy. And, you know, at first I was kind of reluctant about doing that. Um, But, you know, even though we had power, I knew that um, other people didn't. And so I thought about my friends and neighbors and I knew it was more important to just uh, conserve that energy. So, um, I can always get more plants. Um, not so easy to get more friends. So those lights went off as these temperatures started warming up and the snow and ice melting. Um, I walked around my yard to get an idea of how my plants are doing, seeing that we all got the same ice and the same snow and the same temperatures, we probably all have the same plant issues. All right, things aren't really looking very great in my backyard. Um, Of course, they aren't covered with ice and snow anymore, so I'm glad about that. But there's uh, plenty of other damage um, caused by the storm and then also freeze damage. But it's really still too early to know what plants are completely dead. As expected, the kale and broccoli look pretty terrible. They are all wilted and droopy, and I'm pretty sure it's not going to bounce back. Even though they were coated with a nice thick layer of ice um, before all the snow fell, Ice does provide a little bit of insulation um, when the temperatures drop, but it's really not the best insulator. When it drops down as low and as for long as it did, the ice continues, uh, unless the ice continues to build up around your plant, um, that ice can only protect your plant so much. Thick layers of ice are heavy and that extra weight can cause breakage and um, we had three large limbs um, break from all the ice buildup. Ice can do the same uh, kind of damage to smaller plants too. Now on my plants I didn't notice any uh, damage like that on the kale or the broccoli. Um, Those plants look exactly like they had Um, the frost damage but not exactly most frost damage will cause um, the leaves to go limp and the leaves to turn black and not black but dark Um, 
I am really not sure what is going on with my broccoli. Um, some of the plants have kind of like their top parts, the top leaves and the stem of the plants have turned white around the edges. Um, and not like, you know, like a, just like a white crusty thin rim. It's like half inch um, where they um, kind of have turned white. It's not snow, it's not ice, it's the plant. They look like sad, frozen, frost damaged plants. But they aren't dark. It's weird to me. I've never seen that before. I, of course, try to look it up on the internet, but I am not 100% sure. I did not find what I was hoping. Uh, I was hoping that there was an answer. I did not find it in the first two pages, so I gave up looking on like Google search. It does seem to be a condition called um, chlorosis. Um, this is where a plant is not producing enough chlorophyll to look green. Since chlorophyll uses sunlight to make food for the plant, when, um, when plants start to get pale and lose color, it's a sign that they're stressed. And well, yeah, we got down into <laughs> single digits, so yeah, um, lots of things are going to get stressed when they get that cold. Normally, I associate um, chlorosis with um, a nutrient deficiency or an extreme issue with a lack of sunlight. You know how um, celery has um, green ribs on the outside, but when you get in the center of it, the inner ribs are um, pale yellow. Uh, that's because they don't get sunlight and they don't have the same amount of chlorophyll as the outer ribs. In my experience, um, chlorosis from a nutrient deficiency causes the plant to turn yellow um, and not white. So maybe the four days that the broccoli plants were covered and coated with snow and ice, there were enough, uh, you know, maybe that was enough to block out sunlight and cause issues with chlorophyll production. Maybe that was enough to make the leaves turn white. I, I don't know. It, I, it could be, but I'm going to guess it's probably a combination of various stressful conditions that made them turn white. I mean, I can relate. I have three daughters um, who are teenagers and a nine-year-old son. I don't have chlorophyll, but I can tell you that I have my share of stress and I have plenty of white hair to prove it. So many people in Central Texas have been without water and have had varying amounts of water um, flowing through their homes um, this past week. And all of that, um, you know, lack of water and then freezing pipes and whatnot, like so many other um, people in Texas, we have a plumbing issue we had a pipe burst and until the plumber can um, get to us and fix our leak we are going to be without water luckily we had all the pretty white snow and my kids and I got really good at harvesting snow um, to melt for things like flushing the toilets and boiling the water so that we could wash our dishes 
I think one morning I even made um, tea with boiled snow water. Um, I also washed my hair um, with melted snow. So I've really come to appreciate how versatile snow can be. It's not just pretty. And I also learned that I have new standards now, which are much lower than they were before the storm. But anyway, um, I had a lot going on and I still need to check on the strawberries and see how they are doing. Um, I actually did bundle up with all my winter clothes and I put on my daughter's boots with the sole intention of trekking out to um, the strawberry beds and checking on the strawberries. But, um, when I got out there to the strawberry bed and had like a nice big thick layer of snow on top of the burlap, um, I was like, Oh, this is some really good snow here. <laughs> I better go get my snow tub and, uh, save the snow for later. So I totally forgot about the strawberries and I didn't get them uncovered. So I'm going to have to do that today. Um, I need to take that burlap off and see how my strawberries are doing they had already started putting out flowers before it got so cold and I think I probably had four or five little white strawberry flowers um, on those plants but since it got below 30 degrees and that happens to be um, the strawberry plants not, not the strawberry plant the blossoms breaking point um, any blossoms that I had aren't going to produce berries. Um, I think I will feel very fortunate if my strawberry plants are still alive. So I'll have to check that out today. My loquat tree looked beautiful and fantastic before all this messy winter weather. It had so many flowers on it and the bees were just all over it. So I was excited to see. I was really excited and looking forward uh, to having lots of loquats um, this May. But just like the strawberry blossoms, the loquat blossoms are a goner too. So no loquats for me. Um, I am a little bit disappointed about that, but I am more concerned about the tree. Um, loquats can um, withstand temperatures down to 10 degrees. They have those large dark green um, thick spear shaped leaves and with all that surface area the ice really built up on them and I noticed um, most of the limbs were being pulled down from the extra weight from the ice I have not been able to tell if they have suffered any damage from that um, but there seems to be a lot of frost damage on the leaves so we'll see you know, I uh, follow several um, Texas plant groups on Facebook, and I saw a whole lot of questions this past week, um, weekend. Um, you know, like, is my plant dead? It looks dead. Should I pull it up? Or these leaves look dead. Should I cut off leaves? And then also questions like, what do I do? Well, my advice to y'all is to wait, to be patient, and wait, just wait a week. Um, my yard is still soggy, so I am not going to be messing with my plants right now anyway. Um, for one thing, 
if the soil is too wet and you are trying to dig um, in your soil and you know kind of messing with it and pulling up plants while um, it's soggy you really run the risk of compacting your soil and making it worse than it was before compacted soil is bad news um, especially for our heavy black clay that we have here in Taylor and in our part of Central Texas. Um, when you start messing with um, working wet soil, what happens um, is that the soil particles um, start getting closer and closer together. And those wet clay particles compress out and push out all the air that's in the soil and then when it dries you are left with lumpy hard soil and we don't want compacted soil for our new baby plants and seeds that we are going to be planting soon um, plants need lightweight soil so that their new roots um, can get established so I am going to wait a week before removing any plants and trying to plant anything new, any transplants or anything that I find. I want to give them a chance to recover from the stress of the cold because just because the leaves on the plant turn dark or they get brown and they start to droop, it doesn't mean your plant is actually dead. It means your leaves are dead. If you had a nice layer, layer of mulch around your plants before they freeze, then your plants stand a good chance of coming back because um, the roots in the base of the stem were protected and insulated by the mulch. If you give your plants at least a week to dry out, you'll have a better idea which ones suffered just leaf damage and which ones are definitely dead and not coming back. Dead leaves will dry up and fall off on their own or um, it'll be super easy to remove them. Um, the same goes for your indoor house plants that um, may have suffered some um, cold damage. Just leave them alone for right now and um, give it a week and see what they do. This, this time of year, we um, normally start seeing new growth on perennials. I usually wait until like early March um, after we have passed the last average frost date to remove any dead parts and dead plants like um, the dried dried up stems from my perennial plants um, it just gives um, those dormant or emergent um, little plants extra protection um, just in case we do have another cold snap um, affect us and just like you know regular winter in cold damage um, the same applies to freeze damage just leave the plants alone if you think that they still have some life in them don't mess with them don't stress them out anymore give them time to recover don't be stressing them out by heavily pruning um, your plants if you were planning to um, pull them up anyway you know maybe like my broccoli like I knew that it's at the end of their season so you know go just go ahead and pull them up um, because there are lots of things that we can plant um, in February you might actually be able to get one last round of the coal crops um, like cabbage and kale and cauliflower broccoli um, just start looking for transplants um, 
if you're able to find them, you can get those in the ground and you might be able to get um, a small harvest from those. You can also plant seeds like beets and radishes and carrots, spinach, lettuce, and there's still time to do those seed potatoes. Another thing, you can also start um, seeds inside um, now for warm season vegetables like tomatoes and peppers and cucumbers and squash. You are listening to Plow and Hose on KBSR Black Sparrow Radio. Well, with this storm, we had three pretty good-sized branches that broke off our trees from the weight of the ice. And we lost another pretty big limb off of our really old giant magnolia tree. And this tree's got to be close to 90 years old. Um, Anyway, um, in the last... um, snow incident that we had back in January um, we lost um, a pretty big limb and then we lost another one um, this time you know those magnolia trees they have the really big thick leathery leaves like the loquats and they collect um, and accumulate lots more um, ice um, because they have such large leaves and um, it was a little scary, a little concerning for me because on when this, I was looking at the window because um, we just refilled the bird feeders and I was kind of just sitting there um, watching the birds come and um, get the new seed. And all of a sudden I heard like this like hard crack and then the next thing you know, this um, big magnolia limb just slammed right into the ground right in front of the window. Um it's pretty big and I feel very lucky that it didn't hit the house because it could have done quite a bit of damage. So now that the ice has melted off of um, the trees, you may still have some low hanging limbs. Um, Just be patient. It might take a little bit of time for your branches to straighten back up just be patient. You know, trees and bushes need time to recover from the stress of cold weather and ice. Now, if you have broken branches and you want to, um, you're going to want to remove those broken branches. Any ones that are still kind of attached to the tree, you need to um, try to remove those. But um, wait a bit if you are trying to reshape um young trees that um, are starting to lean over like their trunks are bent over because they um, were weighed down by the ice you know give them a chance to straighten up on their own in the coming weeks Um, if that's not working you can always um, stake and tether and then train your tree trunk to straighten up but you know give it give a chance to recover from the stress of the ice and the cold and see if it will straighten out on its own if you if your little tree looks dead um, you can um, just scrape the bark away a little bit if it's still if there's some green underneath it under that thin layer of bark then it's still alive and that's great but if it's brown and there's no green 
that is not good that is a telltale sign of damage and your little tree may not grow back um, if you have a grafted tree like maybe a pecan tree or a fruit tree that has been grafted onto a rootstock um, it you may lose the uh, grafted part but the rootstock will still be alive so if um, if that happens um, it will put out suckers so you'll have to decide if you want to leave um, your grafted tree um, or not it's up to you we are actually very lucky um, the freezing weather came uh, when it did because our fruit trees here in Central Texas, other than the loquats, um, they are still pretty much dormant and they haven't started to bud out or bloom. So that's a really great thing. So we, um, we can still hopefully have fruit this year. <sighs> okay, um, let's start winding down the show and I just... Hope everybody can um, stay encouraged by things. Um, we had a really terrible week. Everybody did. Not, uh, you know, try not to be too upset by the damage in your garden. There is really only so much you could do to prevent um, loss and damage in your in your garden. And just know that even some very prepared and experienced gardeners lost a whole lot of plants. So you're not alone. Um, we all will be replanting. Okay, that's all I have this week. But next week, hopefully things will be much more back to normal. And we can return to be exciting about springtime. I want to thank you all for joining me today. And I also want to say this uh, and this comes from the bottom of my heart thank you all of those who helped unflinchingly and without complaining to help the city of Taylor recover from our weather crisis thank you so much <laughs> Production assistance provided by KBSR, Black Sparrow Radio. Original music created by Alex Cuervo. Discover more of his music at alexcuervo.tv. If you love plants and gardening in Central Texas, be sure to click the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts and never miss seasonal information on Plow and Hose. Plow and Hose is written and recorded at my home in Taylor, Texas.